One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. First of all, a programming note. Make sure if you get a chance, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, rather, I should say, I will be going one-on-one with Anthony Weiner, the left versus the right. I have a lot of respect for him as a fellow talk show host here on WABC. But, folks, I've got to tell you, I have had it with this liberal nonsense. And I'm telling you right here, right now, should Mr. Weiner go down that liberal road, he will be checked and checked hard. That's 4 to 5 p.m. Saturday. I hope you get a chance to listen, I'm looking forward to it. A great conversation with Anthony Weiner. When is enough enough? When is enough enough? I'm sick and tired of talking about migrants. I'm sick and tired of tolerating this migrant mess. This situation is a lose-lose. There is no net gain for American Citizens, And this situation is being described this way. The victim, and you already know I'm about to tell you about a migrant crime. The victim was struggling with blood pouring from his back. In Times Square, Times Square, a 17-year-old migrant was stabbed during a wild brawl involving dozens of Migrants, dozens of people, including other migrants. This happened in Times Square just a few hours ago. The knife was still sticking out of his back when the young man went down. The male victim, believed to be from Nicaragua, was chased by a large group of migrants before they caught up to him and knifed him a large blade in his lower back in front of 251 West 42nd Street around 5.30 p.m., taken to Bellevue Hospital in stable condition. One witness says, and oh, by the way, this is near the Times Square shelter. This is, by the way, the same block that the NYPD cops were attacked. One witness says, I saw someone running and there was blood coming from his back, coming from everywhere. Same block. Same block where a group of migrants attacked police officers last month. What is it going to take for our leaders to understand that this experiment has gone bad? That this experiment, we can't win. We're going to go broke financially, and the crime is out of control. I'm not going to say all migrants. I'm going to say with the criminal element. With the criminal element, they have to be checked. They have to be stopped. They have to be stopped. So 
after the young man was uh, stabbed brutally in the back, two hours later, another fight broke out. Another fight broke out a block away in front of the Hot Rock Cafe when two groups began arguing. It turned physical when a 28-year-old man was assaulted by three suspects who were all arrested at the scene. That victim suffered minor injuries after he was punched and kicked. When does this stop? When does this stop? It has to stop. This can't continue. Some, not all, not all migrants, some, they have no respect for America. They think that we are straight up suckers. They think that they can continue their criminal element here in America while we're paying for everything and they're not responsible for anything. Mr. Mayor, we are you. I, I don't hear you tonight. I don't hear you this morning, Mr. Mayor. In Times Square, the same block where these police officers were attacked by these animals. And I don't hear you, Mr. Mayor. I don't hear you at all. I mean, maybe they didn't get their uh, their debit cards yet, their credit cards yet. And and maybe maybe they're upset about that. Maybe, Mr. Mayor, they're upset about the curfew that should have been acted from enacted from day one before they even received a key to a room. What I'm thinking about, what I'm thinking about, folks, is what was said at a Chicago meeting, a Chicago meeting, in which we played a little bit for you last night. We're going to play a bit more in its entirety uh, as it relates to what Chicago African-Americans are stating these are these are their words, and I'm quoting here that the migrants are quote junking up our country. That the migrants bears repeating are junking up our country. If I'm going to be honest and not politically correct, how can you disagree with that? You can't. Just look at the antics of a few. How they're ruining it for the entire group. Listen to this Fox News segment in which it involves angry African-Americans in Chicago discussing the migrant experience. A Chicago City Council meeting that's going on right now, in fact, is all over massive illegal immigrant crisis in that sanctuary city. People who live there as American citizens are furious over the millions of dollars and resources going to the illegals who so many communities there are in need. They need those resources. The video is going to look a little strange because we just took this. It's going on right now. So it's a Zoom and you'll see the countdown a little bit. But just listen to the words. That's what's up. That's what has happened in the United States right now. All this asylum seeking lie. All this about refugees. That, no, no, no. What's happening is they're emptying out the dregs of their jails into the United States, into our communities. They're junking up our country. And yeah, we feel some kind of way about it because it's our country. It's our country. We're going to get our city back. We're going to stand for our people. We're going to get them out of our communities because they don't deserve to be there. Not another dollar for the illegals. If the crisis is so bad, the city council members who are so concerned should donate their salaries to the cause like a real public servant should. 17-year-old 
migrant stabbed in the back in Times Square, not far from the shelter, same block where police officers were attacked. How many times do we have to touch this stove to realize that it's red hot? This experiment is not going to work. And that segment you just heard was from the Fox News Channel. Other stories that we are covering, former President Donald Trump cannot, emphasis cannot, postpone paying $355 million. That judgment in the New York Freud case, the judge has ruled uh, Mr. Trump has lost his bid to postpone the payment. And so uh, the money is going to have to um, be paid. The judge, Judge Gorin, said that Trump's lawyers did not prove their case on why he should stay, if you will, or delay, delay uh, the judgment. Well, let's be honest. The back and forth between Trump and this judge. Does anybody with a straight face believe that this judge was going to do anything to assist Donald Trump? Based on the back and forth, it was very clear that this judge is going to do everything in his power to stick it to Mr. Trump. And it appears that is exactly what is happening. But here is another story that we are following, and it is a big one. Prosecutor out in Arizona ripping into far-left Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg as she refuses to extradite a career criminal accused of murder in New York City. The 26-year-old suspect accused of bludgeoning a woman to death before allegedly flying to Phoenix, where cops say he stabbed another woman at a McDonald's and another woman while trying to carjack her. That Arizona prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell, joins us now. Good morning to you, Rachel. And she was, uh, this Arizona prosecutor happened to be on the uh, Fox and Friends morning program. You got to give it to this lady. She is doing the right thing. I don't care what criticism she comes under. She is doing the right thing, right? You, you look at the evidence in front of you. You look at the history. And in this case, it's the history of the Manhattan district attorney. And you say to yourself, how many times has someone walked when they should have been kept in jail. Some of it, some of it, some of it is not Mr. Bragg's fault. You can blame, you can blame the state's laws, but a lot of it falls directly in his lap. You have to look at the evidence, right? You're going to hear the Arizona prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell, in her own words, she's going to use as illustration 101 what happened with the migrants that attacked the police officers? And, and notice, folks, right, the attack that happened at the Randall's Island shelter. Notice what a coincidence. After that man was released, the case was sealed. I wonder how that happened. I wonder magically how it got sealed so that no one can go back and evaluate what actually happened. So this prosecutor of Maricopa County, Rachel Mitchell, still refusing to extradite the murder suspect to Manhattan, claiming that Mr. Bragg is too soft on crime. And uh, here is a bit of what she had to say again with Fox and Friends in the morning. 
We have two very violent crimes here. Uh, we have two women that were stabbed, and uh, he is facing a lengthy mandatory prison sentence here. And even though there was a homicide in New York, we can guarantee that he is going to stay in custody here. And, you know, let me be very clear. My heart goes out to the, the next of kin of the victim in New York. And, you know, this is no... Uh, I'm not casting aspersions on the NYPD either. They did a hard job in putting this case together. But we have a case here and we have them in custody. Bottom line, keep them in Arizona so that we, the people of New York, know that there's no way, no how, that this animal will be released somehow, some way. Keep them in Arizona. Keep them for the next 40 years. You can have them. You can have them. Now, that prosecutor, Rachel Mitchell, she's a hero in my book. She went on to cite, again, the migrants that attacked the NYPD officers. Yeah, we love our police officers here. It's the DA that is letting so many people out and our laws here, no bail laws. The, the DA spokesperson said this, and I want to get your reaction. Here's his his uh, his. Um, statement. He says it is deeply disturbing that D.A. Mitchell is playing political games in a murder investigation. New York's murder rate is less than half of that of Phoenix because of the hard work of the NYPD. It is a slap in the face to them and to the victim in our case to refuse to allow us to seek justice and full accountability for a New Yorker's death. What's your reaction? Well, my reaction is that I'm putting the victims first and making sure that he stays in custody. And again, this is not casting aspersions on NYPD. But, you know, it was just a couple of weeks ago that uh, some of the illegal immigrants that were in New York City who beat up on police officers were let go. They were flipping the camera off as they walked out of jail. And guess where they ended up? Four of them ended up in Maricopa County and they had to be taken into custody here. Interesting. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. A number of issues. But again, our lead story this hour, a 17-year-old migrant not far from the Times Square shelter was stabbed in the back by another group of migrants. When is enough enough? This has to stop. It has to stop. It has to come to an end. Some elected official with power, with authority, has to stand up and say, we can't continue to do this. That the criminal element that has come to this country will ultimately destroy this country. We're not even talking about terrorism. But let's open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 on this Friday morning. Mr. Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney, says the Arizona prosecutor is playing political games in a murder case. But rather, plain and simple, old-fashioned grandstanding and politics. I've been a prosecutor for 20 years. That should have no place in our profession. It is deeply disturbing to me that a member of my profession, a member of law enforcement, would choose to play political games in a murder case. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Bragg. Um, playing politics is when a uh, migrant mm, attacks police officers and somehow, some way, the record is sealed. So members of the fourth estate can't give scrutiny to what happened because poof, it's sealed. 
What a coincidence. The guy struggles in the middle of a shelter, almost sparking an entire full riot where security has to surround the police officers to get them out of there alive. One officer, she's hit in the face with a flying backpack. Another is hit in the face with another, another flying object. And somehow, after this animal is arrested, he walks and poof, the case is sealed. I wonder how that happens. <clears throat> I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that the last migrant cases where they were released and, and jump dodge getting out of New York quickly, the media was able to scrutinize what happened because those cases were not sealed. But this time, I guess we learned from our mistakes because this time, poof, the case is sealed. You tell me how that happens. Let's begin with uh, your telephone calls. Let's begin with Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Political grandstanding is when Letitia James sits in a civil trial for the cameras behind Donald Trump. Political grandstanding is putting together a bunch of uh, 30 charges against that we all know are erroneous and false against President Donald Trump, while the city devolves into chaos, being overrun with migrants beating up cops. That's political grandstanding. What they're doing in Arizona is cleaning up your mess, Mr. Bragg. What they're doing all over the country is cleaning up your mess, Mr. Bragg. What they're doing in Texas, shipping us the migrants, is giving you a taste of your own medicine, Democrats and Mr. Bragg. That's what's going on. You're the grandstanders. Oh, by the way, my wife is a naturalized citizen from South America that loves our country and has lived here for over 20 years. My whole family on that side are naturalized citizens that love our country and went through the process of coming here legally, getting papers, and becoming citizens. And they are overwhelmed and shocked and disgusted that's what hap what's happening to this country and our leadership. And they cannot believe that this would happen in the beacon of freedom and civil liberties around the world. They are shocked that we are so stupid to be overrun by a bunch of people coming here for free stuff. And of course, we believe in immigration in my family. We're a long line of immigrants, including my grandparents. OK, but at this point, this is no longer immigration. This is an invasion. When I sat in the lawyer to get the papers, I'm a big white guy, six foot four, 260 pounds. I don't look like I speak Spanish, but I do. So I'm sitting in the immigration office and I'm listening to people talk about how you get your papers. Then you go down to the uh, social services, get your food stamps. This was before. We were overrun and just giving it to everybody. This was 15 years ago, 17 years ago, talking about, and then if you don't use them all, well, you could go down to the bodega and sell them for cash and all the things that I learned about what happens. And this was before we were all laxed and loosey-goosey, when you need to have a sponsor to come in and stuff like that. The game that's being run on us and the billions, possibly trillions at this point of dollars it's been costing the American taxpayer over the past couple of decades is absolute. It's absolute negligence at this point. It's almost criminal 
what's going on in this country. And a lot of Americans, as much as they know about what's happening to us right now, about how we're being overrun, they have no idea about a lot of this stuff, about how you can claim people that don't even live in this country on your taxes. You could get a child tax credit refund, a check written to you, and you don't even need to have a social security number in this country. And it happens all the time. Well, uh, I I couldn't have made the case better than what you just did. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, call. So I'm looking at my uh, email. And folks, as you know, you can reach me on social media, Twitter, X at Dominic TV, Instagram, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. Looking at an email from uh, Chris Molina. And Chris here says, left versus right show. Dominic, it's great to hear that you will be doing the left versus right show this Saturday. Please don't let Wiener control the debate. He tends to take control of that show with anybody who debates him, and he always gets the last word in for some reason. And then he says, don't let him interrupt you or talk over you like he loves doing. Why does he always get to say on the air what the topic will be before he debates anybody? Okay, so, and it's a long email. The only thing I can say to you, Chris, is that if you know anything about my career, if you know anything about what I do as a talk show host in debates, Hillary Clinton didn't talk over me in debates. Michael Bloomberg in live debates didn't talk over me. Chris, you can take it to the bank that this Saturday, 5 to 6 p.m., the left versus the right. I, I think Mr. Weiner is an outstanding talk show host, but he's not going to run. I promise you. He's not going to run the liberal lines with me because I will check him and I will check him hard. And I assure you, and if you don't believe me, listen to the show and then come back next week. I'll be on the next day, Sunday, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. And let me know if you thought I got away, let him get away with murder. Now, I will be respectful of him because I, I like the guy. Right. I'll be respectful of him. But I promise you, I have had it with this liberal nonsense and first up in the uh, batter's box is going to be Mr. Weiner. And I, I almost feel like, in my batter's box, I almost feel like the Yankees of the heyday, right? And and I'm in the uh, bullpen warming up, and Joe Torre walks out to the uh, to the mound, and he says, uh, give, give me the righty. He puts his hand on his arm. Give me the righter. Give me the righty. Carter's in the game. Carter's in the game right now. That's the way I feel with this uh, left versus right. So Wiener will get his say. He's a great host. He'll get his say. He'll make his points. But if he goes down that liberal road with uh, 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 not, uh, for example, uh, as far as immigration, as far as crime, he will be checked. Dominic Carter style. That's all I can tell you, folks. I hope that you will join us. Joe, New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning. How are you? So, uh, I mean, basically, all this outrage, it sounds like it's very clear that there are people that want to destroy this country. And uh, it's pointless, all these arguments that we have, you know, about the silly things, immigrants, good, bad guys, good guys. You know, look at the big picture. They purposely try to dismantle the United States of America as a freedom, free country and the beacon of freedom. 
And uh, that's the bottom line. And the sooner we realize that, the clearer the picture will get how we deal with the problem. There's people doing it on purpose, and they're doing it step by step, and they're slowly destroying and dismantling the culture, the freedoms, the fabric of this nation. And well, that's that what I have to say. Well, Joe, you you are correct, but you know, it, it's um, it, it it it's very interesting, right? So I thought about uh, going up to uh, Boston this weekend, right? So uh, my wife told me that she wants a massage, and so I know she likes going to Boston to get it done, or sometimes here in New York. So we decided to get it done for her here. Uh, in in New York at the uh, the old Plaza Hotel, right? So she'll be going there, but I have a dilemma because I'm I gotta drop her off, take her upstairs because crime is so bad. And right here in Times Square, not not a week ago, not three nights ago, not two nights ago, just hours ago, a group of migrants in Times Square chasing another migrant, and when they catch him, they stab him, seventeen years old, in the back. This experiment has to stop. You have criminal cri- criminals running wild on the street of New York City, acting like sheer animals. And the and thank you for the call, Joe. And the NYPD can't stop them because they're on orders to stand down. And when the migrants don't like it, they say we're going to beat you up. And we don't care that you have. We don't care that you have. Uh, badges. We don't care that you have uniforms. We don't care that you have guns. We're going to do this the way. And by the way, you're going to pay for us to live here because we said so. We're running game on all of you suckers. That's what the migrants are stating. And I'm going to bring my old lady with me and I'm going to bring all my children and you're going to pay for all of it. And when I want to get drunk, and act a fool, you're going to permit me to act a fool. And police, you better not get in my way. And if I happen to stab an innocent bystander, if I happen to stab an innocent bystander, so be it. I'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, we love our police officers here. It's the DA that is letting so many people out and our laws here, no bail laws. The, the DA spokesperson said this, and I want to get your reaction. Here's his, his, uh, his um, statement. He says, it is deeply disturbing that DA Mitchell is playing political games in a murder investigation. New York's murder rate is less than half of that of Phoenix because of the hard work of the NYPD. It is a slap in the face to them and to the victim in our case to refuse to allow us to seek justice and full accountability for a New Yorker's death. What's your reaction? Well, my reaction is that I'm putting the victims first and making sure that he stays in custody. And again, this is not casting aspersions on NYPD. But, you know, it was just a couple of weeks ago that uh, some of the illegal immigrants that were in New York City who beat up on police officers 
were let go. They were flipping the camera off as they walked out of jail. And guess where they ended up? Four of them ended up in Maricopa County, and they had to be taken into custody here. Bang! Arizona prosecutor Rachel Mitchell of Maricopa County laying it out, stating on Fox and Friends from that clip, as you just heard, what the real deal is with this situation. Did you hear what the prosecutor said? Did you hear? She said some magical words that, um, that we don't hear too often around here. She started the response, and I'm about to go to Bob in Wisconsin. I've been to Wisconsin many times to speak, a great state. Anyway, the prosecutor started with this, and we're missing this around here. She said, I am protecting the victims. Wow, that is so deep. That is so deep. In New York, we... We don't hear that, and when we do, we know it's empty words. And on top of this battle between the prosecutors, Arizona and Manhattan, we have the situation. Our lead story this morning, the migrants acting up again. 17-year-old with a huge blade stabbed. I don't know if this is what they do in their countries. Stabbed in his back. The police have to respond. EMS have to respond. He was attacked by a group of migrants. This happened in Times Square. So I mentioned, you know, my wife coming down to get a massage and so on. I, I'm afraid to go to Times Square because what happens if, if we're walking up the street and there's a large group of migrants and they decide to target us or they decide they're going to attack each other? And if we just happen to be collateral damage standing right there, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to say, oh, excuse me, don't attack those Americans. Let those Americans go by. Uh, don't don't stab them. Stab stab the person behind them that happens to be a migrant that, that we're upset about. It's time to go. We're not going to play vanilla ice, 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 baby tonight. But it's time to let ICE do what ICE does. It's time for these migrants to go. There's no other way to say it. A credit card, a debit card. You've got to be joking me. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Bob, Wisconsin. Bob, I, I love your state. What part of Wisconsin are you calling from? I'm calling north of Whitewater, Wisconsin, which is a college town that, well, that's my point, but Dominic, thank you so, so much. Well, my wait. dad called you so eloquent well, thank of you. a voice of statesmanship. So wait, Bob, so I've been, I've been to La Crosse. I've been, uh, that's Wisconsin, right? I've been to, uh, yes, sir. Yes, I, sir. I, I've been to Wisconsin Dells. That's, that's like, South? That right, that's one of your areas where you have a I've been to Wisconsin delivering speeches about five times. I've been to Madison numerous times. I've been uh before the University of Wisconsin. Anyway, Bob, go right ahead with your point. Bob. 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 Bob, we were on to something good, Bob. Bob, Bob is no, well, Bob, call me back. I promise we'll put you to the top of the line. Isaac in Brooklyn. Good morning, Isaac. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
How you doing, Dominic? How are you? Listen, I, want, I have two questions, but just before I have a question that I would like to ask you right after the statement. Just let me just say something. Not all the illegal immigrants are bad people. I'm saying I live in New York. I see them. They, they, I have one working in my house. They're very nice people, I'm saying. Bob? They're not all bad. I mean, Isaac, Isaac. Yeah. Isaac. So, um... Okay, so let, let's play your little game, right? So so how do you explain a 17-year-old migrant stabbed in his back and the blade, the blade, the blade still in his knife at the time just hours ago in the, in the crossroads of the world in Times Square? How do you explain that? Wait, no, of course. Those people should be deported right away. Okay. I, I agree. Okay, so what well, about... Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, so, so how do we know which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones? Oh, well, if they if you commit a crime, you get deported oh, right away. so wait, Isaac. So we got to wait to be stabbed before we know whether they're a good migrant or a bad migrant. No, but because if you warn them that if you stab someone, you'll be deported, they won't stab. Hey, Isaac, and, and if they don't stab us, right, I, I you know, they'll, they'll just continue to bleed us dry financially, right? I mean, you, you said they're not all bad people, so so we'll just continue to give them debit cards and hotel and schools and everything that some Americans don't get, and we should do it under the... the, the uh, the situation that you just said that they're not all bad people. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Also, but, but, but also, let me get to another question that you keep on avoiding every time someone calls you about this one. Can I ask you? Go ahead. Listen, I want to just know one thing. Like, if why if there's no photo ID requirement in a voting system, then why is that a fair election? Okay. I okay. Can walk okay. In okay. And okay. Isaac. Isaac. Ballot. Isaac. Isaac. How many times are you going to ask me this question? Well, Isaac, 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 Isaac. How many times are you going to ask me this question? I don't want to be a voice. Okay, so, okay, so Isaac, so Isaac, I want to make sure I got I you right. I want to make you. sure I got you right. So I'm supposed to disrupt my entire show of what I'm talking about because Isaac, Isaac wants me to address. Okay, so what, what is the question one more time? Now, when I answer it, will you leave me alone? I won't answer. I just want an answer. Okay, so okay, so tell me, so tell about. me one more time. First of all, your initial comment, I respect you, I really do, Isaac. But your your original comment was batty and off the wall about uh, there are some good ones because at the end of the day, if we can't go to Times Square because you might get stabbed in the back, that's the bottom line. But let's go ahead. You can disrupt the whole show and get us all off topic because you're special, Isaac, and you want your question answered. So one more Listen, time. Dominic, one more time. One more time. Just, I, one more I time. What is the question? question? What is the okay. question? Okay, let me get to it. Quickly. Now, I, I live in New York, and okay, I go to listen, the Listen, Isaac, I don't need no I don't speeches. Need to be, My Isaac, this is ID. the last time. This is the last time. I don't need no speeches okay. to set it up. Ask the question so I can okay. move on. There's no voter ID requirement in New York. Why is that a fair and safe election? There's my question. I want an answer finally. Okay, so now here's the answer you've finally been waiting for. I agree with you. You should have to have photo ID. But I don't so set the laws. I don't set the laws of New York State. And, so neither, and, neither, and neither. No, 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 no,
Don't try to play law and order with me. Don't but don't that, don't 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 do that. Don't you don't do that, Isaac. Because believe me, I'm better at this than you, and you're not gonna get the outcome that well, you're it looking for. Doesn't seem like it because you can't oh. answer my question. Oh, okay, I don't, your question makes no sense. What what is the? Yeah, I don't understand. Because then if there's no photo ID requirement, uh-huh. if there's no photo it's ID, not a fair election. Okay, that Isaac, 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 Isaac. That's your opinion. You're entitled it's not an to opinion. It's reality, Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, you're entitled. Your Isaac, didn't I say? Didn't I say? I agree with you that that would be a good requirement. See, you're not so listening. You're not. Yes I no. answered your question. Okay, so you want to. No so you want. So you want to keep asking me questions. That, no, I, I want to make sure I got this is right. Is it a fair election if there's no photo ID requirement? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Yes. You just told me that it's not Thank fair you. No I said, I, okay, Isaac, I, please, if you ever call up here again asking me that stupid question, I'm not going to answer it again. I already told you that I agree with you that you should have to use answer photo. It. Okay, okay, Isaac, you're you. not the host like, of the show. Lower life. Isaac's voice. Isaac, I said I agree with you that you, we all should have to use photo ID. I think it's stupid and it opens the door to fraud if we don't use photo ID. I also don't set the laws of New York State where I live. And that's the bottom line. Now, does it open the door to corruption? Yes. I answered your question. I'm not going to answer it again. Thank you, Isaac. Let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Linda. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. How you doing, Dominic? Good morning. I'm well. Go right ahead, please. Okay. I want to know why does your wife want to come down to Times Square? There's a lot of places where she can get a massage. I'm worried about this. Please do not go down there. I go down there once a week because I have a P.O. box. Mm-hmm. And I feel in my heart that she, you shouldn't take her down there. There's other places to get a massage. You know, please don't come down there. Yeah, but but, but 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 how many places are the old Plaza Hotel? So I mean, you know, but but you know, you know what, Linda, I I respect what you're saying to me. But when we but but so what we used to do is come down, she'd get a massage, then we'd go have a dinner somewhere on Fifth Avenue or something like that. The dinner option is out. I'm not I'm not I'm not taking that chance. You know, okay. but but Linda, thank you so much for your wonderful call. Greatly appreciated. Esther in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey Dominic, how are you? I had so many things in my brain before to to bring up, but okay. now that I got this call from supposedly Isaac, and I love the way you started this let's play your game, because even more than the stupid comment about the illegal immigrants that probably clean his toilets, um, he has a game. He's been calling the past few weeks. He uses different names like Anthony and Bob, and I don't know what. He uses some voice synthesizer to try and change his name, change his accent. I, I, I have to say this, unfortunately, I shouldn't really be saying it on such a big public station. I'm an Orthodox Jew from Brooklyn, very proudly. I believe he may be also, by some of the things he says, and it's a little insulting to my own community, but I, I want, I hope he's still listening and he stops doing this. And I called last week at the end of the show knowing I probably won't get on, but just to let your call screener know, there's something not kosher about his calls. And he shouldn't even get on the air. Not that I'm telling you, you know, what to do. I'm saying it's just so frustrating. And I feel like, like you say, waste 
time. Hey, and Esther, let, 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 me, let me just say this. I, I have made a career out of dealing with the slickest politicians in the world. The slickest. And so yeah. trust me, do you think that little telephone call is going to uh, trick me, amp me up or anything like that? No, it's not going to happen. But please continue. Yeah, because you you know what? You're right. You're bigger, than that. You're, you're, you're bigger and better than that. But some of us callers, even like me, I just sit there and I'm like, if he's from my community, it's extra insulting, but he's insulting the entire audience by calling with this, just, just the fact that he feels the need to change his name, change his voice, and just whatever. But anyway, about, you know, I wanted to go back to the thing with Trump also. He was saying that the judge is using his power you know, so to speak, and is his is I, I was going to say like his abuse of power, and that's really what's so scary. That is what's so scary because I feel like anyone today, the way the government is from the president down, you know, and this was President's Week, and I did a lot of you know educational stuff with my kids, teaching them about the real forefathers of the country and what presidents are supposed to mean, and it, it bears no resemblance to what's going on today. And the fact that if you just want to voice something or be heard or you know with all the free speech and whatever, it, it, it's it's just not what it's supposed to be. And and poor President Trump, and it's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, thank God he has the money, and that's not going to stop him. And he definitely has the cahoots and everything else to keep going. But it's 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 just ridiculous. Esther, I thank you for your wonderful call. Please don't be a stranger. Let's talk in the future. Thank you so much. I've got to take a uh, a break, folks. Um, but I'm looking in a moment. When we come back, I'm going to go to Jay in Ohio, Jacob in New York, Jerry in New Jersey. Stefano in Brooklyn. I'm looking at my Twitter, right? We're about to take a break. Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up. Frank Marano at the top of the hour. And uh, Sharon says, uh, oh, dear, be sure to have a mop and bucket in the room with you and Anthony Weiner. You may have a mess to clean up. I've heard you and Anthony before. Oof. It was real ugly for him. I, again, thank thank you. Thank you for that, Sharon. And so, folks, the, the left versus the right Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, Saturday uh, afternoon. And um, again, from 4 to 5 p.m., I, I think Mr. Weiner is an excellent uh, talk show host, and he's very knowledgeable. He's one of the smartest guys I know, hands down. But I'm telling you right here, right now, right here, right now, that should Mr. Weiner start with that liberal nonsense, he's going to be checked and checked hard. I'll be right back. WABC. Talk Radio 77. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. When is enough enough? We are tolerating this migrant situation. A lose-lose, no net gain. The victim struggling with blood pouring from his back. A 17-year-old migrant stabbed during a wild brawl involving dozens of migrants uh, on the same block near the, uh, I should say, near the Times Square shelter. The same shelter where, right outside the same block, where the police were attacked by migrants. And uh, the knife, according to witnesses, was still sticking out of his back when he went down. A large knife, one of those butcher's knives, if you will. The victim, believed to be from Nicaragua, was chased by a large group of migrants. And so I'm looking at my uh, Twitter, looking at my Twitter, 
And uh, DMS, she says, can you imagine what it will be like in the summer? DMS, no, I can't. I really can't. She says, feels like teams drawing their battle lines, the crossroads of the world, more like the crosshairs of the world. You are correct. You are so correct. Jay in Ohio, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Excellent program, Dominic. Thank you. New York has always been the gateway to immigrants. My uh, relatives have come from Canada and Ireland and Germany, all over the world. It's always been the gateway, and we always hear the bad about the immigrants. We don't hear the good about the immigrants. Um, my dear mother grew up in uh, Valley Stream out there, and her uh, Catholic parish is Ethiopian. There's wonderful Ethiopian priests that are coming out here to Ohio. Um, they have a shortage of priests. Uh, these, these immigrants will do the work that a lot of, a lot of Americans won't do. Okay. And, uh, all right. So, so I, I hear you, Jay, right? You hear but, all the bad. But, but Jay, you know, Jay, Jay, yeah. Jay, how can yeah. we focus on the good when they're here illegally? How, 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 how do you do that? How, how, do you, how do you do a news story and you say, um, Mrs. X is here with her children from this country and she's doing great things. And oh, by the way, she's not here legally. How do we how do we do that, Jay? And how can we do a positive story when we're too busy covering cops being attacked or beating beaten up more than once? We're too busy covering migrants stabbing each other. How can we focus on the good news, Jay? Yeah, it's it's a tough story. It really is a tough job being a cop in New York. It always has been. My my uncle was a uh, Nassau County cop. I, I've heard all the bad bad parts, but there are there are lots of good too. You know, I mean. It's just it's a, it's shame that we get to hear it over and over again. Okay, but Jay, night. but do me a favor. To, please answer yeah. my question. So, so we're supposed to ignore that they're here illegally. We're supposed to ignore that. No, they, and, they aren't. And, the first and just came, and just do a positive story. Here illegally? No, they aren't the first people who came here illegally. Who who do we want to blame for that? Who do we who do we lay that at the foot of? Well, when, when, when you occupy the White House, if it happens on your watch, it's your baby. We have one president at a time. That's President Biden. So you say, who do you blame? You blame the Biden administration. But even looking be looking beyond blame, Jay, right? So you want a positive story when they're not paying for anything. We're paying for everything. And you have Americans that are going under, and you want a positive story. Um, there are there are positive stories. There are there are, but it's just it just seems it, uh, to be repetitive. We hear all the bad. Okay, I've but Jay, it's good. not it's not repetitive with them keep coming here. That's not repetitive when they're illegal to begin with. That's not repetitive. Mm-hmm. And and I worked years ago. I worked with them in the the meatpacking industry right here in Cincinnati. And guess what? <laughs> Those people came here. They were hard right, working. Right, 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 right. No, they, Jay, they Jay, Jay, yeah. Jay. With, with all due respect, right? I feel no yes. offense, my friend. I feel like taking out a violin, a, a small violin. And playing it. I, I hear you, Jay. Thank you for the call. It's hard to do a positive story, Jay, when Americans are losing their homes. Some Americans can't eat. Veterans are treated like garbage. And you want us to do a positive story on migrants that are here illegally. And some of them, a handful of them, are acting like sheer animals, stabbing each other on the streets of New York City. But, hey, Jay, we'll ignore that. We'll, we'll overlook that. Well, that's just an oversight. And we won't look at the young man laying on the ground with the knife in his back. 
They're 17 years old. We won't look at that. We'll instead look for the family that is doing wonderful things that we're paying for, that we're paying for their housing, the schooling, the kids. Oh, she's pregnant again. We'll pay for that too. We'll feed them all, everything. And we're going to do a positive story because Jay, our good friend Jay in Ohio, says he wants a positive story on the migrants. Let's go to Joe in Lindbrook. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, this is the first time I'm calling you. I'm actually at a loss for words. I mean, what is happening in the city of New York? Uh, I, uh, well, Joe, this is not the first time you've called me. But, 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 but when you say what's happening, what are you referring to? I mean, I mean, it's, there's no law and order. Jay, right? Joe? Some, some, some of them just stamped. I mean, I, you, you finally got me. I'll just, I'm going to laugh. You, you finally got me. I have no idea what the, what, what's going on. Right. Well. You know, you know, my friend, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Welcome to the club. Not, none of us know what's going on as well. None of us know what's going on as well. Jerry, New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Uh, do you agree that if African Americans in New York and all the other big cities across this country, you know, blacks, if you will, um, do you agree that if this doesn't change their mind voting away from Democrats it's, this it's year? Not, it's Trump? not, it's not, you know, Jerry, I, 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 sometimes I try and wonder, try and figure out why are people so obsessed with that, with how African-Americans vote. Now, I do have to be honest with you. Nothing is going to change the way that they vote. Nothing. And I mean nothing. As long as you have pandering politicians that come into the community and and basically this is what the way the campaign line goes. They don't use they don't use these words, but but this is the way the campaign line goes. The white man is keeping you down. My brother, my sister, I am here to liberate you. You're going to get services, better schools, less crime, and then after the election it's bye-bye. I'll see you in 4 years. And it, 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 the repetition just keeps, and it's the standard victim card. It's the standard. The white man is the problem. And until and until that changes, until until as Michael Jackson said, until people start saying, "I'm starting with the man in the mirror," I know that's what I did with my life in high school. I I said, "I'm getting out of this projects, and I am never coming back." That I am going on to success and nothing will stop me. And I mean nothing. Until that type of mentality comes along, Jerry, it's not going to happen. I, I, I know you mean so, well, but it's not going to happen. So is it worth Trump? This is what I'll ask you then. Is it worth of Trump course it is. putting extra effort into trying to get some over? Of course, it's, or, it's, or, it's already working. It's already working. Okay. You think it's a coincidence that Trump says he's coming to the South Bronx and other places? You think that's a coincidence? No. That's Trump, what I'm saying Trump, to you. I think, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead. Can we, I think that he can reach more than we think, but I think also— I, I not think. Uh, I know he can. If you know Trump's yeah. personality, again, I'll say this again, Jerry, and thank you for the call. Trump was beloved in the rap community before he— They did songs about him, and you're starting to see it come back now. All of a sudden, Snoop Dogg says, Trump never did anything to me. I'm telling you, folks— 
I've engaged with him in, in, in meetings one-on-one. I've engaged with Trump on the telephone one-on-one. He's the type of guy, seriously, that you want to have a beer with. He may say some things on the stump that may be a play to the red meat for the base. Donald Trump does not have a racist bone in his body. I am telling you what I know as a fact, a fact. Carol, Long Island, and then I'll be joined by Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning, Carol. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm a former assistant district attorney for Queens County, and I was a federal agent, and I've been a criminal defense lawyer for 35 years, more years than Bragg has been practicing law. It is very common for a, a, a jurisdiction to decline to extradite um, a defendant. If a defendant has two cases, one in New York and one Arizona, he's now in Arizona. This is not an issue in the criminal uh, community. Arizona can hold on to him. Sometimes the reason is as simple as they don't want to spend the money to send him back and forth. What would happen in this case is uh, the New York case, Arizona will hold on to the body and the New York case will be a detainer against the defendant in the Arizona jail. Right. I, so I, I have, have to, Carol, I have to step in because I'm out of time. Thank you. Thank you so much for the call. Frank Morano is with me, the other side of midnight. What do you have coming up? Quite a bit, Dominic. The next hour we're going to do Ask Frank Anything, where you know how that goes. Any subject is fair game. Yes, yes. Uh, we got denunciations coming up, and a bipartisan group of senators is getting together to try to save AM radio. I'll bring folks the latest on that. Also, a whole bunch of AT&T people lost their phone service yesterday. We'll explore why that happened and if it could happen again. Well, you want to keep it right here. Frank Morano's coming up right after news headlines. Again, folks, if you get a chance tomorrow, Saturday, 4 to 5 p.m., trust me, it will be must-listen-to radio. I like Anthony Weiner. If he approaches me with that liberal garbage, mano a mano, we are going to tangle the left versus the right. Saturday, Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC.